this is Marshall from MB Drift here with Zach Sabal, my homie, my partner in crime. What's up? What's How's up, everybody doing tonight? Chilling, man. Just hanging out. It's raining here in Myrtle Beach. Uh, you know, we're all staying inside, so it's kind of nice to get out of the house, come over, hang out. Cool. Definitely. Uh, appreciate that. Um, good seeing you again, sir. And um, we also have a special guest with us yes, tonight. Yes, we do. Who Mr. Devin Crazy is in the house. Devin, Devin, Devin. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? Oh, you know, just, just hanging out. Yes, yeah, feels good to get out of the house, doesn't it? He's yeah. our reasonable oh, man, yeah. neighbor. He's not too far away, you know, so. Yeah, I've been going a little crazy with this quarantine, sitting at home all the time. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it feels good to get out and see yeah. you and the rest of us the same way. Yeah, most definitely. Anyway, so we wanted to do just a little introduction for ourselves. Um, so I'm Marshall Egerling. Uh, I started MB Drift back in 2005 with my homie Jeff Kipe at the time. He yep. and I uh, got approached by Bill Hennessy from the Speedway, the general manager at that time. And uh, so we, you know, Jeff and I were already doing drift events in other areas. We were traveling nine months out of the year to Atlanta to do our drifting at the time. And Bill Hennessy, the general manager of the Speedway at that time, he approached us, you know, saying that he wanted to try to get us because he knew that we were doing, you know, drift events and had that ex a little bit of experience. He wanted us to help him run events at the Speedway and help get those kids off the streets and get them in a controlled environment. I was one of those kids, Marshall. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was as well, you know. So my street drifting, I hate, I regret it. I did a little bit of that. But mine was back in 2002. Yes, I'm old. I know that. But 2001, somewhere in there. And so we started doing that a little bit. Hit a little corner here and there. And we even had some um, connection to an umbro factory back in the day first of official um, drift event kind of like team drift mb back then it was reversed and so we did an event just our team members you know we got off the street we did it in the parking lot we did it in an old umbro factory videos from the time people said it looked like the war in kosovo but, you know, because it was a little outdated and, you know, weeds were going through the cracks and all that stuff. But we were trying to figure it out. You know, we were having a good time, enjoying our cars, and we were doing what we could. So then we started traveling to Atlanta when we figured out organized events were the way to go. And then we did that for about three years before we got approached by Bill Hennessy to start doing drift events at the Myrtle Beach Speedway. So I've been doing it a long time. I know I'm old, but hey, I bring a lot <laughs> of experience to the environment, you know, man. so we've been having a good time for a long time. So Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about you well, and what you've done? You know, I was one of those kids that was on the streets. Uh, at that time, I wasn't, I wasn't technically drifting. I was a front wheel drive guy. That's so right. I had, uh, you know, street racing. I had an stuff. encounter with you on the street one time. Yes, I believe <laughs> you busted my ass, and I was surprised. I, I didn't yeah, get enough I throttle mean, that I thought yeah, I should have. I mean, I was I, like, "Grandma's protege ain't gonna take much. I'll just do fifty percent throttle," and that was <laughs> not enough. Hello. All right, for that, you know, I had a uh, a, a nineteen ninety four Mazda protege with a JDM swap, which is out of a three two three GTR. 
Uh, basically, it was a rally car. They only made like 2,500 of them, and I would run 20 pounds daily on the street. You know, one tire fire running, what well, I was running like a 205 tire, so, you know, whatever whatever grip that would give me. But it was, it was a highway machine. So, uh, busted my ass for sure. Yeah, along, along <laughs> with that, you know, I was like, I was like, oh, all right. And then I was friends with another drifter in our community who's done a lot for MB Drift and is now doing Catch My Drift, Joe Gorseski. You know, I became friends with him through a mutual friend, and then he started getting in the drifting, which I knew about drifting before. Um, another guy that drifted with us, Jason Richards, and I, we used to play uh, like Gran Turismo and video games and stuff like that. With and we would drift and you know, take our cars out on dirt roads and slide them sideways and stuff like that. So it wasn't something that was unfamiliar to me. It was just something new that I'd never done. So coming there, you know, we had with the Wednesday night drifting drags, whenever you guys started MB Drift, we'd come there and do drag racing on the front stretch. So, you know, I, I would drive on the front stretch, just kind of ride with everybody yeah, and kind right. of like playing video games and being in the car drifting, man, I was like, wow. You know, this is something I want to do because I've, I've gotten trouble on the street. So it was kind of a transition to another form of racing that I can beat my car up yeah. and just see like, hey, is what I built going to hang together and stay together and can it do what I want it to do? So it was kind of like, hmm, can I can I do this kind of thing? You know, yeah. can you can you build a car and can you trust yourself and learn everything? Plus it's just it? fun, you know? Yeah. So that's where it was at. I was like, man, you know. One day I, I was talking to a friend of ours and picked up a car, got it, you know, 240, I got it for 300 bucks, man. Good deal. And then Again. just kind of built it from there, uh, did a drift event, Myrtle Beach Speedway, went to, went out to uh, Darlington, and then after that just kind of been drifting. You came to um, MB Drift and, you know, spectated pretty oh, much for, since the very beginning. Man, right? for a long time Like ago. Joe G came and was like, he participated very early on in yeah, the very just, beginning and you were there I was also. just ride or die man I was his pit crew you know <laughs> I was the dude that was you know that was pitting I did right. uh, you know pit crew for him that's how I met both of him and all that stuff yeah so that's where we came out outside on. of the streets that one time yeah outside <laughs> that of the was streets, our yeah. first encounter you know cause cause the, I thought my KA with stock block and running, you know, seven pounds of boost was something, and you showed me what was up. <laughs> yeah, and ironic, ironically enough, that's what I'm running now is a stock block KA with hey, ten yeah. pounds of boost. There so, you go. You know, but uh, yeah, it was kind of with that man. Got got into the uh, got into the scene, started watching drifting. Then it was, you know, I picked up my first 240, and it was something that I really thought that, hey man, you know, I I could do. Now, granted, you know, with a lot of us. You get into you get into the car. You build a drift car. You crashed a few times, but yeah. after that, you, the way I, mine has been crashed yeah. a lot of times because <laughs> I've had the same drift car for you know fifteen plus years. You know, so mine's wrecked probably you know a few minor times and a few major times. But I, I've certainly tried to keep yeah. it alive. And <laughs> yeah, I had my I had my first drift car crashed it. Uh, you know, learning the drift, I hit I hit the wall front end wise because I that's one of those things you learn. You know, just right. hey, when in doubt, throttle out. And I slammed on the brakes, yeah. went right and into the wall. But not, if I would have, now you don't hit the it, wall, you're not pushing it eventually. Well, and that's the way <laughs> that's the way I look at it too. If you don't crash and make hiccups, then you're just playing it safe and you're not pushing yourself. So you know, even with uh, you know, I had that chassis 
tube fronted it and then we were moving out shops and I had another chassis that I had acquired that was a lot cleaner so I was like oh man you know so I sold off the first chassis didn't really need to but sold it off just because I, I had nowhere to keep it yeah so sold off that moved in the next chassis and then uh yeah it's crashed too <laughs> <laughs> welcome to well, the club sir. yeah you know and you're banging the wall all day and then you and then you get going and it starts tearing up your rear end and then in my case next thing i know the uh the actual stock bumper support wedged into the guardrail where it overlapped wow caught in there ripped the whole thing off slung me into the wall oh, yeah. the classic that's the right back in yeah. the front so but yeah that's kind of my story in the drifting was just kind of watching everything go down hanging out with joe g watching. always been in the car scene i know you yeah and i've been in the car scene shoot since like 96 97 on the drag racing side the import drag racing yeah. and the drifting you you've really come a long way and and kept yourself immersed in all of those scenes yeah you know, the car show scene and all that once, too once they say you know once a car dude always a car dude Absolutely. it's kind of one of those things unless you have like you know, I, I don't have a family or nothing, so I don't have any kids or nothing like that. Yeah. So it kind of keeps me, I'm sure if I, I have miss kids being or something, able yeah. to have the daily driver car, or at least the car that I can take to meets and things like that. Because, you know, the streets, you know, they're doing a lot of great car meets. Oh, yeah, a lot like of great car meets. Here, so you know, that's where I'm I really enough. miss that. That's where I'm fortunate enough to have, have the have the vert, you know, I can kind of drive out in the car meets and stuff like that. And not only does is it cool to drive around but also it kind of keeps me familiar with the 240 chassis yeah so that way i mean let's let's be honest the only time i drift only time i fire up my drift car is to put it on the trailer once a month <laughs> to come out so it's kind of yeah. you know kind of keeps me in practice with that so yeah zach brings a lot of perspective of the car scene and everything else to mb drift and i really do appreciate that yeah it's kind of because, an outside thing you know you know joe g and nate have kind of branched off to doing their own thing you know so you and i have kind of taken control of the reins and so i i really appreciate what you've done to add value to mb drift so well, i appreciate really it marshall you're you're kind of the I feel like you're the bread and butter of this you kind of keep everything together and i feel like more of uh the guy that gives opinions and kind of makes calls on on what what i think we should do so you know, I appreciate, okay. I appreciate you. Just and we're trying better. to fix our cars up and make them prettier to an extent. And we're trying to have a better presentation and get out in the environment, you know, the, the car environment and try to yeah. display our cars a little bit more and try to promote MB Drift, a, you know, a little yeah. bit more than we have in years past. I know I put some uh, tax money into getting my car looking good, you know, want to represent okay. MB Drift well, especially, you know, traveling outside of events and stuff like that. Enough about me, man. <laughs> Zach, all right. We, so we do have a third person here. So let's let's hear a little about him. Devin Crozet, he is um, one of our buddies. He is coming to the, a lot of our events. He doesn't live too far away, so that's convenient for this podcast, you know, as far as that's concerned. But, you know, we love all of your input. You've certainly got a super technical mind Definitely and everything like that. a lot of knowledge and, and yeah, different, lot of different experience. Like, like we mentioned before on live feeds, it's kind of like Marshall and I, well, you know, Marshall knows like Atlanta Drift and Real Beach Drift. Yeah. I, I only know, besides like traveling with Pro-Am events with Joe G and stuff, but we were pitting, so we were kind of busy. But I only know MB Drift and a little, little bit of Piedmont Drift. This guy's been around. He knows a lot yeah. of different organizations, been through a lot of different, uh, you know, just... A lot of areas. You yeah, know, a lot of areas, a lot of different parts of the country. Like that, so... 
Yeah, it's, it's a lot uh, of knowledge. So now we'll let Devin, you know, give us some of his history and some of his experience as well, if you wouldn't mind, sir. All right, so I'm I'm Devin. You can find me on all the the social medias, Doctor Garage, also on YouTube. I've been putting together a bunch of, you know, I drift in a eight six, so I put a bunch of a eight six videos out there. But I'm trying to get into some more just basic drift videos, but. Uh, I've been involved with drifting for about 10 years now, and, and, and like these guys said, I've been able to travel around quite a bit. You know, I, I'm originally from Arizona, so I've been to drift events in Arizona, and then I lived in Utah for five, six years or so. Uh, so I did drifting in Utah there, and then I moved to Michigan, and I did drifting in Michigan, and now I'm out here in South <laughs> Carolina. So I've been around quite a bit. These four states, you know, that's, I think, six different drift organizations, nine different tracks that I've been able to drive at. So it's, it's pretty cool being able to, you know, I, I think one of my favorite things about it is, is it doesn't matter where you go, drifting is pretty much going to be the same. You know, you get a little bit of a, a different local flavor, right, the different kind of atmosphere at some of the events. But for the most part, you know, drifting's drifting, man. It's all about having fun. And drifting generally, would you say, in your opinion, is pretty universally friendly, like oh yeah! Everybody wants to help each other out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've I, when I, back when I lived in Utah, I worked at a, a Subaru performance shop, so I had a lot of road race cars that came through there that I worked on it and helped build. And, and it was always interesting, you know, hanging out with those guys and going to the track with these guys. You know, Zach mentioned he got a start in you know a front wheel drive protege, and you know Subarus are kind of where I started at. So you know, doing autocross stuff and road racing stuff with my friends and going out and seeing the kind of atmosphere was there. It was a good time, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't my thing because things were a little bit more, I think a little more competitive and people are on edge versus I come out drifting, man, and like, like in, in, in Michigan. And they don't want to let you give you any little secret or yeah. give you any advantage to on them. Yeah, it always seems so weird. Like people were so competitive, you know, keeping their, you know, their, their secrets and, you know, secret chassis techniques and all this stuff. But like, like in Michigan, like probably one of the coolest things is, you know, my buddy drove out from California to compete in the Pro-Am series there. And uh, he drove out in this van, in a Ford van, and the back of it was just loaded full of tools and parts. And uh, he qualified really well, but one of the guys that he was that qualified really high was having issues with his car. I was helping him pit, and so while he was out there, you know, getting some more practice laps in, he pulled out like three different like big old totes full of parts and said, "Hey, whatever he needs, you just grab it out of there and toss it on his car. Help him get so, uh, stored up because I'm gonna drive with him." And I was like, "Man, this is so That's cool! Awesome. Like, see, like, you don't see that in any other motorsport." That know? is one thing I've noticed. I've, I've noticed in the drift community is I will give you a part to have a fair match than I will to take the loss. Even if I, mean, I might need that part yeah, myself. Yeah. You know, but I, it's I, like, I'm I gonna don't make need sure, it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make sure it's fair and square. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this part to make sure that we have an actual competitive fair match. match. I want to beat yeah. you on skill, not <laughs> yeah, parts. Yeah. Even, yeah. If, even if I get to leave the track and go to my storage unit, I will get you that part. I'll yeah. send somebody or something, you know. It's cool, like even like when I very first got started in the drifting, you know, an eight six like parts are really hard to find, and so I'd be, you know, I was on a college budget, you know, I was eating ramen every day, and I was just having a hard time just putting money together to get my car done, and I was so close to getting my car done for this for like the first drift event, and then I was missing like a couple of fittings for my oil cooler, and I was like, oh crap, man, I'm posting on the Facebook page, like yeah, guys, like I guess I'm not gonna be able to drive. So, I'll, you know, I'll help, you know, I'll help volunteer and, you know, go snag cones or something. And there's like a dozen people I'd never met before. Like, what do you need? Hang on. Let me go through all my spare stuff and see if we can make something that worked. And it was like, definitely. Man, this is so cool. Total stranger is like, no, 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 I'll give you whatever you need. I want to yeah. see you come out and drive. I never met you, but here's all my stuff. What do you need? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's awesome. That's, 
a lot of what we see is exactly what you guys are speaking of. You know, it's there, there's there's a very friendly community, man, and you, you got to be blessed, man. It's like wow, you know, a lot of people come from different aspects of racing, and they're like, wow, this is the most friendly environment I've ever seen in my life. You know, you come from, let's think about it, drag racing. What is that? Mostly grudge matches where people are talking trash all day. If you don't win, you don't win. If you can't push your car onto the track and at least make a pass, you ain't going to win. So guess what? But here, like like you mentioned, man, it's like whatever you need, man. Yeah. So that's cool. So tell us some of the things, like what, what kind of tracks have you been on like versus like uh, a lot of like skid pads, uh, road oh, yeah. courses and stuff like that? What, what, what are your experiences as far as drifting this? far as different venues and locations as far as they differ. So, you know, when I first started driving, it was in Utah and uh, it was the drift scene there, like had a really bad relationship with the racetrack. Out in Utah, there was a phenomenal world-class road course. It's one of the longest in the country and in the world. Uh, it used to be called Miller Motorsports Park. Now it's Utah Motorsports Campus. But there was like this really bad relationship with the drifters and the track. So even to, just to get us to uh, uh, drive even at the track, like somebody had to put up a ton of money to rent the parking lot that they were already gonna have open. They already had uh, insurance for the day because there are other races going on. Is because way back in the day, some Yahoo's put on softball helmets and went and drifted on the road course during a, a wide open Wednesdays event, like a testing <laughs> tune. So there's this really weird relationship, you know, so it's just kind of skid pad events there. And there were like two or three different skid pads, you know, different sizes and layouts. Cool because it was coated, so it really didn't matter how much power you had because it was coated for all the snow and stuff to make sure that it wasn't going to destroy the asphalt. So kind of lower grip and not as much tire smoke, but it was really cool because it leveled the playing field, you know, with, between mm. cars. Versus like in Michigan, there was a lot of track. You know, Michigan is, is pretty similar to out here in the south. There's a lot of oval tracks. So a lot of them are like a figure eight or something like that with big banks. And that's wild, man. Like driving on banks, you know, going from you know, driving in skid pads to driving on tracks with banks. Like, yeah. like it's man, a big difference. Yeah, it's I such thought. a big difference. It pushes the car so differently, you know. Yeah. It, I remember like the first time I hucked it on the bank and I was thinking like, oh, man, like I, I, I'm going to go over the top. Like I, I don't have the right amount of speed or the right amount of grip, but the bank just like pushed me all the way to the inside. And I was like, oh, I can, I can chuck <laughs> it way harder and further up on the bank, you know. Yeah. But then uh, I've also driven at, like, probably one of uh, my favorite tracks I've driven at was uh, Gingerman in Michigan. That's where they do the, uh, the Grid Life Midwest, yeah. Gingerman Raceway. And such a cool environment because you're, like, out in the middle of nowhere. And there's pretty much only the racetrack. There's, you know, about 30 minutes away. you got hotels and stuff like that. But really, there isn't a whole lot there. You're kind of, like, out in the woods. Um, so cool. And, and you know, the, the track, is, the course is so fast. But it's really cool to be able to drive on a road course where... You know, you're, you're only linking maybe two corners, but then you're, you know, monging down the straight or something. When you get like four or five cars just monging, it's like the coolest thing <laughs> yeah. is you're all going back and forth, you know, it was, but it's, it's like slalom skiing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. It's, it's way cool. I'm a skier from back in the day, too, so. Well, you know what it is, man. You got to fill every gap, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, also, you know, we've got to talk about the new flyers for MB Drifter in. Yeah, we do have, uh, we got we got our shipping of flyers in, so I uh, just want to say if anybody is kind of like out in different areas or whatever and we can meet up, you want to grab some and hand them out for us? Yeah, if you know a local auto zone or, you know, whatever that will put out some flyers on the counter for us and you want to help spread the word, we would greatly appreciate that. Most definitely, because uh, you, you think about it, as far as the driver goes, man, I like to pe see people watch 
So absolutely, the more, the more you, you know, get out. Drifting definitely. is a, a big part of drifting is being a show. You know, so we want to get out there, we want to compete, we want to have a good time, but we also want to put on a show for the spectators. So the more spectators yeah. we have, the greater the hey, show. You yeah. never know. You could be more, somebody's favorite driver. You yeah. know, the people more have their favorite NASCAR driver. Why not their favorite drift driver? Yeah. I've seen so many people that have been to their first drift event and really got autographs and oh, yeah. really had the Definitely. greatest time and just appreciated the local you know, small drivers. I'll say a good good example of that was uh, during the Monster Truck Show. You know, a lot of people came down and they're like, oh man, we never saw this before. That's awesome. And a lot of little little children's and kids and stuff getting autographs. And it's pretty cool. You know, you get a picture in their car and stuff like that. But And a lot of times yeah. in that scenario, so many of them would come to us and say, hey, the drifting was the best part of the show. You <laughs> I, know? Do, I do have to say, I didn't want to say it like that, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of times they did say you that. You know, there was yeah. thousands that didn't say that, but there was, you know, probably a hundred or better that said, oh my God, the drifting was the best part. And speaking yeah. of drifting at the fair, if you go over to uh, Devin's YouTube channel at Dr. Garage, I believe you have a video of the fair. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got videos. video and all that. Yeah, I've got some videos from the, the Drift Affair event last year as well as uh, the Monster Truck Show. You know, it was really cool that the Monster Truck Show we drove at last year, like my neighbor came to me like afterwards, like a couple days later, I'm like unloading the car from the trailer and he's like, hey, like, I didn't know that's what you did with this car. And he came yeah. over and I'd never met him before. And he's like, oh yeah, I live at the house down that way. My son loved it. And I'm like, well, cool, come on out of the drift events. You know, I've always said drifting is like a, a spectator sport, right? Definitely. You know, you get more involved with it. You know, if you go out to any kind of like grassroots road racing or autocross stuff, all you see out there is like the drivers and the guys running the events uh, because you don't do ride along stuff like that. But at drift events, you're out there, everybody's out there to put on a show, right? That's that's what it's all about is doing Absolutely. something that's, that's a lot of fun to, to do when you're driving, but it makes everybody else go like, oh man, that was really cool. <laughs> and you know, drifting at grassroots events, you can do ride along and stuff, which isn't something you normally get to do in other motorsports. Yeah, you know? even at the pro level, it's hard to do ride alongs unless you like win a special prize yeah. or something, you know, where at our local drift events, we can take that customer service and that experience and take it to the next level where we we can get those people in the car with us and experience the same amount of horizontal g-forces that we oh, yeah. force yeah that's, that's a lot of times when people come in and ride with myself i always ask them i say hey do you like roller coasters and they're like <laughs> i love roller coasters and i'm like all right besides going upside down because hopefully you won't <laughs> besides going upside down this is going to be the best roller coaster ride you've ever been on it's the horizontal up. roller coaster yeah. exactly because well, you get the g-forces yeah left and side right, side right, side and up and back yeah that's ride launch like my favorite thing to do as a driver i love introducing people to the sport you know when you get something to the car and be like hey you've been you know ever drifting before like nope this is my first time doing it. i'm like yep. all right well hang on and then yeah because you especially have the your face here <laughs> on the passenger side window sticker so that's pretty awesome yeah that is cruise by hey <laughs> <laughs> so our what next event is not going to be april 18th so it's going to be what? may 2nd so it looks like that motorsports are shut Every, down for the moment. Everything is taking a shutdown for the, for the time being. With that, Myrtle Beach Speedway made an announcement that they were going to cancel the races before and after our drift event. So therefore, April 18th, 
we will not be having an event. I know that it is on the uh, flyer that we got that we just recently got made and there's some things online that may state April 18th, but our next one is going to be May 2nd, 5-2. Right. So, and, and we're also, planning for that to be our first comp now. Yep. So that's yeah. going to be Instead the comp, of first, first competition. And we're going to do that during the Ori County Fairs. So it's kind of cool. You have that good atmosphere. Um, some of the best pictures and, and drones videos. Getting cotton candies. Yeah. Candied apples. And again, some roller coasters in the background. Greasing up your competitors. That's right. With <laughs> watch out. For, like I said last time. If you're time. competing against Zach, watch out. Yep. I'm going to grease some fingers up. <laughs> but yeah, some of the some of the best uh, drone videos and stuff, videos of the track. It's yeah. just cool with all like the neon lights in the background. And then we're going later into the evening. So, so. maybe we'll have to push for some lights and run after dark as well. Yeah, I mean, usually oh, yeah. uh, usually during the fair, we run till about nine o'clock, so we get some lights out there. They usually turn on the ring lights, so we can get out there and- uh, We'll do our competition during the day, obviously. To yeah, get full and then maybe we could run fun runs into the night. Yeah, do Listen. like maybe till nine or 10 o'clock. Yeah, maybe we can set up some kind of additional course, so you know, we run like two courses during the day or something like that. We could set up an additional course to run at night. Maybe, I don't know, maybe come off the oval into the entry or something Woo! like that. Yeah, yeah that was fun last time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it slowed the lap times down, you know, which is not normally a huge thing for us, but it took a little bit longer for each run. But oh my God, the feedback yeah. was amazing. People freaking loved yeah. it. Or, yeah. or even do something like for the monster truck shows, so that way people could come up into the stands and kind of get a get a close up look or something like that. Yeah. Well, again, we'll have to figure it out. But having it during the fair, just with all the neons in the backgrounds, and then not only that, but it's like, hey, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna go out here and ride some rides, get some fair food, <laughs> get some kind of candy, out, get headbutted by deep fried everything. <laughs> You know, it's 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 fun because it's it's a nice relax relaxing atmosphere, and plus two, you kind of get that exposure that a lot of people don't see. Like people will come to the fair and have no idea about drifting, and then next and thing like, you know, hearing car noises in the background. Like, yeah, what's that all about? Come check yeah. that out. Next thing you know, they're asking you about what you know more about it or whatever, and you can kind of develop friendships and stuff. Because again, that's what drifting is about. Is you know, I've developed so many friendships, so it's a, which I'm sure you guys have as well. Just you know, hey man, you guys did this out here. Oh, would you come check us out? And then they come to the events, and next thing you know, your buddies, you're giving their kids rides, yeah, them not rides, only that their wife too. ride, and just kind of establish a, fr a friendship and stuff like that, and just have a good you know, time. All of us want to be drift famous too. So every fan you build bit, yeah. on your social media sites, at the fair, you're going to be introduced to people that would never come to our drift events. I, I do so agree with that. This yes. is your opportunity yes. to build a fan base if you have any interest in that. Because these True people that. are coming here. They want to see the drifting. They probably just came for cotton candy and you know turned upside down. But they might come into this event and see your drifting and love your car and say... I've got to be a fan of yours. I love your livery. I love your style. I, if you give me a ride along, I would love you even more. Oh, yeah. So you're out here. You've got the opportunity to build extra fan base if that's any part of your mindset. Yeah. yeah. You get bit by a uh, swan or a goat outside, you get the drift bug inside. <laughs> you get bit, bit by the drifting. You know, it's a twofer. 
Heck yeah. yeah. That was the funniest thing I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> so the golden nuggets outside and yeah. the drift bug inside. You get, you get bit twice. <laughs> we also, I guess we got to talk about Hyperfest. Yeah, Hyperfest, um, as, as we've seen, that got rescheduled to, when did it get rescheduled? July to? 31st. Yep. That weekend, the last day of July, yep. starts that weekend. So with that, yeah, I heard our buddy Devin over here was trying to get a driver pass. Some people have things going on and they have to sell the driver's <laughs> pass. We'd love to have you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I've got some feelers out there. I still got to figure out what's going on. Me and, and a bunch of my buddies, drift buddies from Michigan, were planning a, a trip to Ebisu this year. So we're That's all awesome. super excited to do that. And it was going to be in May, but everything has gotten screwed up with travel and stuff. So... I gotta figure out when that's gonna be, and then I can see if I can make the Hyperfest. Cause I, I'm looking at it going like, man, that, that looks like so much fun. I've already missed out on some seat time this year because I've been building my car. So I'm like, okay, now like I, I gotta drive as much as I can and drive a VIR, man. That just looks like so much fun. Oh my god. I mean, if, if you were to go to Japan, I don't think anybody would blame you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ebisu over VIR, Ebisu yeah. over Hyperfest. Like, yeah, I mean, VIR is gonna always be there. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe next year if, if we go to Ebisu during that same time, but we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see. I got, you know, I've, I've got a few people that I've been talking to. I think it just kind of depends on what Hyperfest is gonna do with passes, if they're gonna be transferable or not, and then kind of figure out what people want. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Because Japan obviously would trump anything. Yeah. <laughs> but VIR, I will say that I've drifted it. Zach's been there before. But My I'm, wife Christy's been there before. Not, I've never driven it. Super nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, There's a lot gotta, of elevation change, but it is a beautiful place. So yeah, the track layout is amazing. There's an inner track. There's an outer track. So the inner track they use for drifting, and then the outer track they're doing road course stuff all the time. Gotcha, that's cool. I, I actually, uh, earlier today I downloaded it so I can play it on my Assetto Corsa simulator nice. at home so I can see oh, what it's like awesome. and kind of decide, like, okay, how high a priority The downhill be. section is a, a little tough, but it's super fun, though. So. And that's the beauty of the and simulator. Then the, the I can whole, wreck the car and it doesn't matter. The whole rest <laughs> of the track. I've been seeing on it on the uh, iNASCAR thing. It doesn't even matter. They just yeah. smash it. <laughs> it's like the one video. He's like, he drove through that car. <laughs> that's now, not happening. Yeah, May 16th, and May we'll be 16th. back to July 31st, which also it ties, into our, yeah, it ties into our schedule because we have... I'm sorry, I keep getting back and forth with the... The no, you're good. But so with the May second event, we're gonna have a July fourth event, which is gonna be a comp. So July fourth, Myrtle Beach Speedway, and then after that, July thirty first, followed by our August eighth event. So, so July thirty first like, is weekend, going weekend, to be hyperfast. Yeah, it's gonna be a busy drift. So if you can us. make that, that'd be great. We'd love to see everybody there. And then for the very next weekend, we're scheduled for an event on August eighth. For those of you guys that are curious, our events, you know, our entry fees, we got spectators are 10 bucks. Competition, if you pre-register is $100, $120 day of event. For our practice events, it's gonna be $80 pre-register and $100 day of event. So we're talking about the events, so I just wanna kind of throw the prices out there for everybody to kind of see what's up. Just be aware. Yeah, so be aware. So celebrate the 4th of July at the Myrtle Beach Speedway. Come drive at the competition or come watch us the drifting, come catch some ride-alongs. And then we've got July 31st to August, what's August 1st? How, how long is Hyperfest? Three days. Three days. Three days, yeah. yep. So, um, so July 31st to August 2nd 
is Hyperfest at VIR. And then the following weekend, yep. On and Saturday. On Saturday, then we're back at the Myrtle Beach Speedway. Woo! So, if Woo! <laughs> if you're going to Hyperfest, uh, you got a week to work on your car before MB drifts. <laughs> <laughs> Better be ready. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, with what that, you gonna do? Speaking of July Fourth, some of the best fireworks I've ever seen was over the ocean, off the end of the pier. Yeah. So that'd be a, that'd be a cool thing. Come to come to the July Fourth event. Come to the beach. Watch the fireworks over the beach. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. just trying to. There was it. some potential to have July Fourth at the track with fireworks, so oh we can goodness. do it there at dusk. If you want to go. Oh yeah, I'm sure if we beach after. Or sure, if we went uh, in the bleachers, you could probably see them from the beach as well. So, you know, it's so cool to be able to see the fireworks over the ocean. You know, this is the first place I lived where it's been on the coast, so it's. Like, you know, the first year we moved here, we went out to, and we went to the inlet to go, you know, oh, inlet nice to go place, yeah. yeah, oh, awesome. Just super cool because they're just sending them off right there in front of your face. Uh, but when they're launching them off the pier, too, it's just it's just amazing. So that's a good time to come down to Myrtle Beach for the 4th of July. And if we can do some fireworks at the track, too, yeah, that's even sweet. better. Yeah. I'm not, not going <laughs> to say strap them to your car, but I might. <laughs> <laughs> not suggesting it at all. Roof only. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, I think it's time to wrap things up. We appreciate yep. everyone listening. Marshall from MB Drift. Zach from MB Drift. Devin from Dr. Garage. Woo! <laughs> See you yeah. next time. Stay safe out there, folks. Woo!